Well, it's been touted as the asbestos of this generation, engineered stone. Now, Australia has become the first country in the world to ban this deadly product. Federal, state and territory ministers announced this decision today with the ban to take effect from July 1st next year. The CFMEU's Stop This Killer Stone campaign called for a total ban on the import, manufacture and use of engineered stone. Zach Smith is the uh, Construction, Forestry, Maritime Employees Union's National Secretary. Welcome to you, Zach. Good afternoon, Andy. So I suppose you're going to say this is a, a, a bit of a win. I mean, how do you feel about this decision to ban uh, engineered stone? Yeah, it's a massive win. It's a massive win uh, for our union, for the members um, that campaigned to see this product banned. Um, but most importantly, it's a win for the thousands of workers who are forced to use this product. Um, workers who have been uh, overwhelmingly exposed to deadly silicosis, which is a life-ending um, life disease, which is effectively incurable. Um, and we know that one in four workers that use this product is contracting silicosis or another form of deadly dust disease. So for those people, this is a massive win. And let's not beat around the bush here. This, this will save lives. Um, this decision today will save lives. How many of your members have been diagnosed with silicosis? It's hard to put a number on it because cases are still coming out, um, but it is hundreds. Um, and like I say, New South Wales alone, one in four workers um, <coughs> are contracting um, uh, silicosis or another form of deadly dust disease. I was told um, just a couple of days ago of another sample group of about 69 stonemasons, 18 of whom were screened and were showed to have um, evidence of silicosis. So in that case, it was more than one in four. Um, so this is a debilitating disease. It is, you know, um, it is running through um, stonemasons that use this product at a rate of knots. And, you know, I think it's important to note, Andy, if this was a consumer product, um, if there was a product on our shelves that exposed one in four customers that use this product to life-ending silicosis, to a deadly dust disease like silicosis, uh, there would be no question about banning it. We would have banned it years ago. Um, there would be no need for a union like the CFMU to run the campaign that we did. I don't want to detract from uh, the importance of protecting workers' lives. That's obviously key, especially uh, for your union. But f for at least the manufacturers' uh, side of thing, they've, the things, they've said that this will cost jobs. Uh, there's also the kind of adapt adaptation. This ban will only begin in July next year. What, what are the fallouts from this decision? No doubt a good one, but there's going to be some side effects. Look, um, a large part of those claims from the industry is overstated. Um, the truth of the matter is um, engineered stone um, found its largest export market in Australia. So there is a massive amount of self-interest from those companies to continue to protect their profit streams. Um, the truth of the matter is, is that there are many alternatives. Um, a great number of which are more cost-effective than engineered stone, um, a great number of alternatives that are readily available um, that can be used in people's homes, in apartments and in commercial spaces. What's, um, what's Out of interest, what's cheaper than engineered stone? Uh, well, timber and laminates, for instance, are, are cheaper. Um, there are products um, which have not yet got on the market but which have been flagged, um, which companies have flagged as um, not being that far off, uh, which are manufactured products which are silica-free, um, there are products like Corian. Um, those are all um, potentially cheaper um, and they're readily available. The truth of the matter is, Andy, 
the product isn't integral to the construction process. Uh, it's an aesthetic product, it's a cosmetic product, but it's not a necessary product for our building industry. How hard will it be to enforce this ban with products coming from overseas? I mean, are you, are you confident that we'll have the necessary infrastructure and, and people power to police this? Look, it's a, it's a challenging issue. We've said right from the outset, to ban this product, you need to ban the importation, manufacture and use. Um, we've said governments at all levels have a role to play, and that includes the federal government imposing import bans. Um, it is an ongoing challenge for Border Force um, and for our customs um, our customs personnel. Um, we have seen cases over the last number of years where asbestos-containing material still manages to get into the country because it's not possible to test every every um, every product that's coming in over our shores. But we're confident that with an import ban, we can stop the product coming into the country in the main um, and provide that sort of level of safety and security for workers. What happens with people who've locked in contracts for new builds, which include engineered stone? Obviously, it depends on the wait time and, you know, so forth. What materials will they be able to uh, use? Will they be able to, will they be able to get a discount from their, their builder or their, the manufacturer if they're not allowed to use the product that they've chosen? Well, that'll all turn on um, what's on the con- in the contracts and the contractual obligations between the parties. Um, most building contracts that I've ever seen um, and, you know, I'd be surprised if there's too many contracts um, that don't have these provisions in them, but they allow for um, variations to the contract where things have happened outside the control of either parties. And now this is clearly an example of something like that. Um, Government has decided to ban a product. Um, That is something that's outside the control of the builder or the end consumer. and there'll be clauses, I'd imagine, nearly most con- you know most contracts, if not all contracts, that allow for, uh, for major change um, with events outside either party's control. The union got key support from leading retailers like Bunnings and IKEA. So, how much to, uh, do you contribute the success of this campaign to their support? A big, big, well-known player and, and a corporate player. Yeah. So the the, the backstory there, the union campaigned. Um, uh, against Bunnings to stop selling um, engineered stone. Um, and we were successful in getting Bunnings and IKEA, but also Mitre 10 and the IHG group to stop selling engineered stone. I think that was a significant step forward in the campaign. I think it added a, a lot of momentum um, coming into this meeting today. Um, also, the union um, uh, publicly announced that we were joining with a number of high-profile builders and developers who were um, who have agreed to their credit not to use engineered stone moving forward uh, on any of their future developments. And those builders are big names, um, household names um, like Len Lease, John Holland and, and Mervac. So I think all those things really do contribute um, to adding momentum to this campaign in the lead up to this um, pretty momentous today today. CFMEU National Secretary Zach Smith, appreciate your time. Good afternoon to you. Thanks, Andy. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.